pandemonium reigns. Hello, welcome to Pandemonium Reigns. Hey, we have an apology that we need to issue to you guys because we're spacing our episodes out a little bit more than we anticipated. But you know what? We do this for free. So get off my back. Okay. Get off our back. Get off. Uh, but all for reals aside, uh, thank you for hanging out with us. Um, we've got some cool content we're going to be bringing to your house today, to your ears. Uh, at the time of this recording, it is a Monday, so thank you uh, for listening wherever you are. Maybe it's Tuesday, and if it's Tuesday, you have something that you need to do. If you have my boy's number, you need to text him, say happy birthday, big dog. I actually stopped recognizing birthday in 2021, um, but <laughs> it's okay. I haven't communicated this yet, um, but after... The birthdays and the age starts with the number three. They no longer count. So forget everything Dan just said. You're number you're number two of the uh, the threes, right? Yeah, you're number two. Yeah. Big three one. What yeah. what the heck? Why do you even have thirty first birthday? Like, what's the point? I mean, what's the point? This that's one, meaningless. That's that's a meaningless number. I already feel it in my bones. So the birthday these last two years for me have been atrocious. Oh God, <laughs> I don't like. I don't want to do it. Yeah, Ugh. warming up my body at the gym is so much harder. <laughs> I feel why, that. Why don't these bones move? All right, so I that's beside that. the point. Make sure you text my boy. Let him know happy birthday. Uh, and if you're really cool, you'll send him, you know, some cash on Venmo, Cash App. You'll, you'll, um, you'll put um something kind at his mailbox. But we're not going to put his address <clears throat> on, on this podcast for his safety. Because well, let's be truth, uh, truthful. We don't trust you. <clears throat> as as respect my privacy. <laughs> Hey, we got some fun stuff. Uh, so uh, as we get into this, make sure you're liking, subscribing, following us, telling people about us. So on deck for today, uh, there was a post put out by College Football Dude on Instagram, and he broke down a bunch of programs based on different tiers. Tier 1, Dynasty. Tier 2, Contenders. Tier 3, Potential. New York. Uh, New York. New Year's 6. <laughs> tier 4. I've done that <laughs> Tier four, good, but not great, and we're gonna we're gonna tackle these, possibly reclassify them, um, and even throw in some other teams potentially. Uh, I will warn you: there is one, only one Group Five school on this list, and which is really intriguing. Uh, and maybe- they also fall on Tennessee's twenty twenty three football schedule. Do they really? They really do. Wow. I don't think I knew that. Okay. Weird. Coming to town, baby. Coming to our city. Uh, We could potentially be adding some tears. Um, Maybe something like, we'll never return tears. Yeah. Um, Uh. Not not set up for success tears. I don't know. We're going to see how this goes. Uh, Potentially towards the end um, of the show, I will... Softball pitch, underhand toss, Mike, some opportunities to be angry. Can't wait. I can't wait. We'll we'll, we'll see what happens. Is there anything else on deck that I'm missing, Mike? I don't, I don't, we've talked so much this morning already that I don't even remember. I don't think so. It's, it's possible that we're over-prepared. Over, possible that we're over-prepared. I like it. 
I like it. So do you want to start too. at tier one or tier four? Tier one, work our way down. Tier four, work let's, our way up. Let's start at tier one. Tier one. According to College Football Dude, there is one single program in the tier one dynasty, and that would be the Georgia Bulldogs. That's it. It's the only one. And if you know Michael Walker, Michael Blake Walker Jr., he's got an opinion. Let's hear it. All right. If you want to talk about a dynasty, let me let me phrase it this way. I, I don't know his criteria, college football dude, whatever. Don't know his criteria. But if Alabama wins 10, 11 games, if they go to a New Year's Six, if they make it to the playoff, if they do anything but miss the New Year's Six, how can you take them out of dynasty talk? I mean, I, I just don't know. Their, I mean, their last championship was one of the most explosive teams that we've that we've seen. I mean, they literally came off the heels of the other most explosive team in the mm-hmm. LSU Tigers and Joe Burrow mm-hmm. and Jamar mm-hmm. Chase and the boys. Mm-hmm. So, how do you take them out of the the dynasty t- uh, tier just yet? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, if you're talking about the chance to launch a dynasty, Georgia is the only one in that in that category. I agree. Are they already one? Possibly. I mean. No one's had the chance that they're going to have at, with with as much ease looking at the schedule six months away than Georgia does entering 2023. Nobody's had that chance uh, unless it was Alabama. They've they've typically played great out-of-conference games or, or tried to play great out-of-conference games, but usually teams haven't held up their end of the bargain. But, I mean, Georgia's schedule, we've talked about it, being Charmin soft, it's not their mm-hmm. fault. Georgia mm-hmm. Tech should have some responsibility there to hold up in the out-of-conference. They don't. They haven't been holding that up. You know, you're not going to schedule another probably power Mm -hmm. five opponent outside of them. You're probably just not going to do that until you have to. So that is what it is. But yeah, Georgia can launch a dynasty if they haven't Mm -hmm. already in 2023, no doubt. I just don't know how you take Alabama out of that tier just yet. I mean, they were close. They were close to making the playoff this year. They felt like they should be there as many teams did and do in the current format. Um, Clemson taking them out of the tier, the, the dynasty tier, I'm okay with. It's been a little longer. There's mm-hmm. been a minor, more of a, it, it's been a more noticeable step back for Clemson from those title teams and Trevor and Deshaun, et cetera, et cetera. But Alabama, I'm not personally ready or comfortable with, well, really generally doubting them mm-hmm. and taking yeah. them out of the, the dynasty tier just yet for me. Okay. Fair. Absolutely fair. They're, are a lot of similarities between Georgia and Bama going into this 23 season. I do. And I do want to add that this thing says college football tiers for 2023. Yes. That is a big detail for me. So we're talking about 23. So a lot of similarities, Uh, new quarterback, new offense coordinator. I think the difference, the major difference in those two things are, is, excuse me, the schedule. Georgia's schedule is hot garbage. It, they don't Very play. So. They don't play anybody until <clears throat> November, when they when they so. uh, host Ole Miss, right, and yep. tra- travel to Knoxville. Yep. I think we have a better understanding on who Tennessee is as opposed to who Georgia is. However, they're still loaded, and the only reason there's somewhat of a question mark is just due to that quarterback position. But I don't think they're going to rely heavy on that. Yeah. I think they're going to set that quarterback play up for success. Here's my why I think I'm okay with dropping Alabama down out of that tier one contender, uh, or excuse me, that tier one dynasty spot is because 
I think that spot should be incredibly difficult to achieve. It should be even harder to sustain. Your last title was in that 2020 season. And if there was anybody who is going to throw an asterisk on that season, it's my buddy, Michael Blake Walker, who I've heard <laughs> do, do several times. They played a, a good Ohio State team, demolished them in that title game. However, I think Ohio State had played six games on the year where Bama got a full schedule. Yeah. Um, they played – so you had, you had Tennessee, who was garbage. You had yeah. LSU, who was – not good anymore. Yeah. Um, Auburn, I don't remember. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and say that that SEC slate was was uber difficult. So I put an asterisk on that 2020 season, leaving their last title 2017? Yes, 2017 over Georgia. Clemson 18, LSU 19, 17. My thing is – even though there's those qualifiers about 2020, I mean they still had the most the best resume. You talk Agreed. about Georgia. Agreed. They well they played. They did not play Georgia. They played Georgia twice that year, 2020. They played them in the regular season. I know for a fact. I remember the game because Georgia was so confident, so confident going into that. Mm-hmm. Um, I that I don't re- I don't remember a rematch in 2020. I don't I don't know why it could have happened for sure, but. They played Georgia. They played Texas A&M, who was very trendy and hot in 2020, and just on the outside looking in. Well, that's a whole other conversation with Jimbo. Certainly. Overrated. Oh, certainly. But, you know, they still had the best resume in 2020, um, all those things considered. And if anything, Ohio State would have been more fresh than – a little bit more so because it was a shorter schedule, but a little fresher than than Alabama was at the time. Sure. But, But still, you're right. It has been since 2020. It is now 2023. Mm-hmm. So there is that for sure. Uh-huh. Um, I'm just like if I mean if they if they get there this year, the, like the dynasty's not over. And I guess part of it for me is when I hear that word dynasty, my mind immediately goes back. It goes back 10, 15 years, okay, twenty years. If it's that's tough the case, to, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's tough for me to think about the word dynasty for one season. In this context, Georgia absolutely has a chance to. I mean, if it's not launched, launch that thing. It, it is a dynasty if they win it. Again, no doubt about it. It's it's already right there on the brink to me with two two in a row, and I mean, you know, I think it's hard to say. Both it's of not. us, yeah, yeah. Both of us hate it as much as anything. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I mean, it is what it is, and and yeah, if you want to look at it in a one year perspective, which again, it's just tough for me when I hear that word. Then yeah, absolutely. But Alabama, I mean, they they love to be doubted as much as anyone, and we know how athletes and coaches value bulletin board material. And my God, since the since halftime or pregame of the the 2022 Natty, there's been nothing but bulletin board material. Their walls sure. cannot be – they cannot have anything Alabama-related on their walls. It's just filled with comments and remarks and and just yeah. Georgia logos and and yeah. everything. I mean, seriously, it's it's got to be nasty. I'd love to take a tour. But, I mean, nobody loves bulletin board as much as Saban and those guys, and except for maybe Kirby. Sure. He had those guys convinced they were going 7-5 and five this year. Sure. I, I – so I think you're looking at an Alabama team in 23 that could have more than two losses. I, I completely think so. Like I think there's there's more questions for this team than they have had in a while. I mean, sure. I, I again, when I think back, there were questions in you know when Lane was the OC before the quarterbacks were named Tua and Bryce mm-hmm. and uh, Mac Jones before the quarterbacks were named that those guys that they won championships with and went to the championships with with Sims mm-hmm. and my gosh, I'm forgetting. 
Coker. Coker, Jacob Coker, my word, dude. How did that guy, how was that guy a national champion there? Not to diminish, you know, what they Almost did. Almost lost to the Vols. Almost. Should have, but, you know, is what <laughs> it is. Yeah, there's there's never been, hardly ever been more questions for Alabama than they'll face in 2023. And they do play a, a tougher schedule, being in the West, mm-hmm. playing Tennessee, one of the top few teams in the East, mm-hmm. playing, you know, the whole West slate, and then hosting Texas, which we'll see about. But still, mm-hmm. Texas – Georgia Tech, you you tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You tell me which one's tougher. Hosting LSU. Hosting LSU, yeah. And yeah, I, th- I think they're going to be improved. So I agree. We'll, and t- until then, until we, and b- because of the questions on Bama, because of the asterisk on the 2020 season, leaving 2017 the last title, I'm going to say you, you might even create like a tier 1B for them, maybe yeah, for me. Agreed. Maybe that's my issue. Maybe it's 1A Georgia, 1B Alabama, and then if you want to go contenders, I'm cool with that. I yeah. would That would sit better with me. For but sure. But it is – I mean, it's fair enough the way that college football dudes got this laid out for sure. And I think we do have to keep considering the fact that he's saying college football tiers for 2023. Absolutely. And there's a lot of questions on that word dynasty. What exactly does that mean? And if we're going 10 mm-hmm. to 15 – going back 10, 15 years, oh, yeah. we're going back to 07, 09, whatever, um, then – Okay. You can't absolutely, leave them out. absolutely. And Georgia yeah. falls out of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, but in recent, which is what most people are looking at anyway, what have you done for me lately? I don't know how Georgia is not. Yep. Yep. And I just can't. There's just not enough for me to put Alabama back in that. I think it, I, I'm looking at it similar to the way that I look at the playoff. Like the playoff should be stupid hard to get into, it yep. should be, it'd be ridiculous hard, ridiculously hard to compete in. Uh, and you're just going to open it up for everybody. It's like this. Or we're just, oh, you won nine games. You're a dynasty. So uh, I, I, I'm not there yet to put Bama in dynasty. I am, you, you played a, you played a New Year's, <laughs> I about said it again, New Year's six game against Kansas State, whacked them. I think you're the, the, the I'm, I have a lot more assurance classifying them as, Tier two. I want to save yeah. the balls because they are just left of them on this image. I want to shoot yeah. over to Ohio State. Yeah. Tell me what you think. I mean, there is no reason that Ohio State shouldn't be in the playoffs. You know, I don't I don't know who they play out of conference offhand like I do these SEC teams in 2023. Mm-hmm. There's no reason they shouldn't make a run at the playoffs. In fact, you know, there's Ryan Day's seat and his opinion. Took a hit this year for sure when they lost to Michigan the way that they did. Mm-hmm. Um, back-to-back years, I mean, you know, Michigan starting to turn the tide. Ohio State not being what they've been, those things like that. Um, it, it took a it took a really expedited hit to to a guy that's kind of picked up where Meyer left it off and just I mean talk about putting a program on a tee, being born on third base. That's Ohio State and Ryan Day the way that it's been. But but again, there's no reason that. With the quarterbacks that they have to potentially re- replace CJ Stroud with Marvin Harrison Jr. and just being a receiver factory lately, mm-hmm. there's no reason that they shouldn't be a contender. They do have to take, they've got to do a little something defensively. I mean, they got to show me something, or else I'm just going to pick whoever they play in the playoff again. And, mm-hmm. you know, that'll probably happen anyway. But there's no reason that they shouldn't be making a, a playoff run mm-hmm. when 2023 is winding down. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Uh, let me fly through the schedule real quick. 
It opens in Bloomington, Indiana against the Hoosiers, home against Youngstown State, home against Western Kentucky, at Notre Dame, home against Maryland, at Purdue, home against Penn State, at Wisconsin. That's intriguing. At Rutgers. Oh, man, that environment there. Home against Michigan State, home against Minnesota, at Ann Arbor. Meh. Meh, but better than I mean, minus better the than SEC years past. Schedule. Better than Georgia's. I mean, oh yeah, better than years you know, past. Better than Al- I mean, arguably better than Alabama's. I mean, Notre Dame and Texas should be kind of close this year to me. With with right. Notre Dame adding, oh my gosh, Sam Hartman. With with yeah. them adding him and Freeman building and not letting things fall apart with the losses they took last year. That that should be tough. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. But it should be tough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I like them in this contender spot. I agree with yeah. it. Um, I think the questions are quarterback. I think it sounds it sounds like it's going to be that Kyle McCord kid who we just yeah. absolutely know nothing about. Yeah, you got, you got to like his his ceiling though. Again, throwing to Marvin Harrison and I mean mm-hmm. Ibuka and Turner yeah. and hanging off to the guys like Hayden and such. Mm-hmm. Not saying dynasty. You have it one one and yeah, oh, absolutely going on a decade. Okay. Yep, going on a decade. Um, you've you've been a couple times, right? Yeah, like once twenty twenty. Uh, you mean you've been in the playoff, been in the playoff several times, handful of oh, times, yeah. but you haven't done anything yeah. with it. And then, yeah, I mean, you just you've just you just left. I mean, your your generational quarterback, CJ Stroud, never won you a conference title. Yep. So uh, contenders, absolutely. Now I want to step out of turn right here and skip, uh, kind of you know, kind of do my order a little bit right here. Do it, bro. Contenders, Michigan. I, you know, we'll get to where they're at on this list. I view them in higher regard in 2023 than Ohio State. I love it. Because because of the quarterback position, because of the stable that they return at running back, because of the continuity along the – off. well, they're going to lose some offensive linemen, but because of what they've built there, mm-hmm. the reputation, the guys that they have to replace, the ones that they lose, all those things, and returning your quarterback, even though he had his moments, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, especially against CCU, but that's neither here nor there for the regular season and, and getting to the playoff right now. I view Michigan in higher regard. They get Ohio State at home again. Am I right? Yes. The last so, game mean, was in Columbus. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, they've got a two game streak. I'm not saying they're going to continue it, but I view them in higher regard right now than I do Ohio State. Agreed. Agreed. You got a quarterback returning, a good one. You got Blake Corum coming back. Uh, you've, yeah, recruited, coming back. you've recruited exceptionally well over over the years. I like it. I'm, I'm sliding yeah. Michigan into tier two as well. 100%. Yep. Southern Cal, I am not putting as a contender. I'm dropping no. them down to New York Six because there's – I did it again, New York Six. New Year's <laughs> Six, and it's simply just due to the fact of the the, the defense. And yeah. t- until I see you figure that out, and you could arguably make that same case for us, yeah, uh, which we'll get to. Um, I love everything they do offensively. Caleb Williams is back. Uh, Lincoln Riley, but this has been Lincoln Riley – since he's been a head coach. Absolutely. So he's he's been I mean he's made made his way into the playoffs but you know even when it came down to a scoring battle in 17 against Georgia you he weren't lost able, it. you weren't able to do that and you had Baker yeah. Mayfield uh, who was And they fantastic. had momentum at so many times yes. of that game. I mean, yeah, just talk about an unforgivable loss if you want to pin one on him that's that I think. Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, I'm sliding them down from contender because I don't believe in their defense. I, I don't even know if I believe in if you want to throw in a word like culture. I, I just don't believe in them yet. I know that they they 
completely expedited the process for, for, you know, kind of putting things out there and, and making a splash with hiring Lincoln, with all the portal additions that they made last year. I'm sure they're in the portal living in it again this year. I'm sorry. You're going to have to prove it to me, Lincoln. I mean, you really just are. Can you beat sure. Utah? I mean, can you beat Utah? I think they play Oregon regular season this year because I don't believe they did last year. So can you- yeah, yeah. Well, they're well. Oh wait, they've gotten away from divisions. This last year, they they were still running in divisions, and they're both in the South. I believe this so, is the first year where they don't run divisions. Oh, that sounds right. That sounds right. So can you? So who can knows you beat, if that's the case? Yeah, can, can you, you beat Oregon? Utah? Can you beat Utah? I mean, uh, you know, I, be- I believe it when I see it with with USC. I'm sorry, they're not a playoff contender for me right now. Agreed. Agreed. Washington. 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 Let me know what you think, and I'll pull up the schedule. They are – man, I just – I wish I knew more about what they return outside of Michael Penix Jr. Because that dude was his best version of himself. The way that a lot of these older quarterbacks have been, Stetson Bennett, Hendon Hooker. I mean, Joe Milton's going to be one of those older quarterbacks this year. You know – the way that the way that those guys have been, Michael Penix was was fantastic. Absolutely, the best version of himself. Mm-hmm. I mean, you almost can't even classify him as like a dual, a dual threat or even like a like a mobile quarterback. The way he just tossed it around last year, yeah. So I'd love to know what they bring back outside of him. Yeah, um, they're probably in that same boat for me as USC, just outside of contention. Like they'll be probably in the five to eight range when it's yeah. when we're really talking about playoff rankings and things like that. Um, but you know, you know what I can't forget is last year when we were doing weekly podcasts, we were previewing and reviewing games and UCLA came up on the schedule, I believe. And we were like Washington by a hundred and they had no answer for, for sure. UCLA yeah. that, that p- comes up in my mind. I think they lost another one, um, but I can't they were 11 right and two on the year. Yeah. So that that's going to stick in my mind a little bit. Going to keep them right out right outside of playoff contention for me. Right on the outside looking in. Let's see if I can just get to their twenty two campaign real quick with scores. Okay, so home against Kent State forty five twenty one. That beat Portland State fifty two to six. Fifty yeah fifty two to six. Beat Michigan State at home thirty nine to twenty eight. Beat Stanford forty to twenty two. Lost at UCLA 32 to 40. Lost at Arizona State. That's a bad Ooh, loss by boy, seven. That's hideous. 38 to 45. Home against Arizona, beat them by 10, 49-39. Beat California by seven, 28-21. Beat Oregon State, a good Oregon State by three, yeah. 24-21. Uh beat Oregon by three, yeah. 37-34. Beat Colorado 54 to 7. Beat Washington <clears throat> State fifty-one to thirty-three. Beat Texas in the I think that was the Alamo Bowl. Sounds right. 11 and two campaign. Their twenty twenty-three schedule looks like this. Stop calling me scammers. Uh, home against Boise State. Home against Tulsa. At Michigan State. Home against California. At Arizona. Home against Oregon. Home against Arizona State at Stanford at Southern Cal. Home against Utah at Oregon State. Home against Wazoo. I don't yeah, hate the they, schedule. I, mean, I don't hate. I don't it. hate that schedule either. It, it seem it feels a hair tougher, but oh. again, it's just hard for me to get those back to back losses. And again, UCLA was understandable. We we didn't see that coming, but it was understandable looking back at how UCLA was playing at the time and. 
and all the factors involved. But Arizona State, boy, that's just unforgivable. I mean, that's that's a bad loss in last season mm-hmm. when Herm maybe that you know maybe Herm was fired that week. I don't know. He was out early. Mm-hmm. I feel like, mm-hmm. and and that was just a, oh, it's a rough loss. But to bounce back from it, and not lose again, that's good. But I'm just going to tell you now, they're going to be something like an eight point dog in Los Angeles, something like that. If not more, I'm I'm saying it could be much more. Well, uh, if that's or, a, if that's a scoring battle. I don't hate them. No, I don't hate them either. I mean, especially with USC's defense that we talked about. So mm-hmm. that that I mean, that is almost your marker for the season. What are you going to do? And I, I just I think it'll be a close game as of right now. And I view those two teams very, very just. I mean, right on the fringe, looking in. Yeah, uh, I I actually really respect their out of conference schedule. You scheduled Michigan State, which that was probably scheduled when they were decent. You know, I mean, yeah. I think they're I think they had a really good twenty one. Is that right with Ken yeah. Walker? And you know these these schedules are made fifteen years in advance. Yeah, 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 so, I mean that yeah, that could have yeah. been made in two thousand. So right, right. You played Tulsa, who was a really good group of five school last year, and mm-hmm. you played. Or am I confusing with Tulane? Tulane was the better one, but Tulsa, you know, they're sneaky good here and there. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's not it's not like playing, you know. Central Michigan or the right, right, right. Sisters of the Poor and Blind, you know what I'm saying? Right. And you scheduled Boise, which is, yeah. I mean, just do that I logo mean, alone, that's going to be tough. So yeah. props to them. However, I think I do slide them to a New Year Six as well. Yeah, I'm there. And I'm it's there. Pro- and it's probably just based because we just don't know a lot about you, right? Sorry. Sorry, guys. We don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> Seminoles. I'm excited for this one. Florida oh, State. Oh, man. I'm so excited about Florida this. Florida State. I'm ready. Contender. Contender, bro. Yeah, Absolutely. Jordan Travis. Jordan Travis. My the man addition of, the, of Finn Charles Cypress, the addition of Jaheim Bell. Exactly. Woo! Nothing but good additions. And I'm sure, you know, as any program goes through, there's going to be guys graduating out and attrition here and there. Yeah. But, dude, I mean, bringing back my man on the uh, defensive end, the defensive end that Jared Tennessee Verse. was involved with, Jared Verse, bringing back Verse. I mean, building, brother. Norvell's finally building something like it. Boy, it was it was it was dry there after Jimbo left, and at the end of Jimbo's time there, and, and it finally feels like they might be built for success just a little bit more so than they've been. The main thing is is Travis coming back, and he yeah. should have a fantastic year. Verse did not have to come back. I mean, he would absolutely have his name called probably in the first three rounds, if not sooner, this year in the draft. So, yeah, those are huge things for me. Go beat Clemson. Go win the ACC. Go be a contender. Do it for me and Dan. I like it. I like it. Even though that Clemson game is going to be really tough now, I believe. Yes. But uh, I agree I, completely. I like Florida State. I think they're a brand uh, that's really hot right now. Uh, what they've done, what they've done in the transfer portal, uh, f- uh, hitting some some weak spots in in your secondary with Finchel Shoppers, adding a, an absolute uh, weapon in Jaheim Bell, and yep. I just can't wait for the Norvell staff to be like, "Hey, this is how you use this guy." Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Absolutely, like, flex on it. Yeah, and then you got guys. I believe I believe it's first Trey Trey Benson coming back. Pretty yeah. sure he's back. You had a guy transfer out of that backfield. I don't know that it's going to be that big of a blow to you though. Probably not. Just, I think you're gonna. I think you'll. I think there'll be a little more 50-50 as far as balanced. I think yeah. they were a little run heavier last year, but Jordan Travis is an is a is a. Um, he reminds me that people are going to think I'm crazy. He reminds me sometimes of Johnny Manziel with his ability just to make plays. He's a, he is yeah. a football player uh, trapped in that quarterback position. He can just kind of do a lot of different things. So Yeah, he's not as much like Johnny Manziel. He's just like John Manziel. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's just going to make plays here and there. He's going to Houdini his way into doing some things and your eyes are just going to pop and just, your your jaw's going to be open. I mean, it's going to be crazy. Like I, I'm excited for this. 
I hope that they continue building. God bless. Does Florida need the added competition recruiting? Mm -hmm. Does that conference need them to pull some weight? Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's been dry. It's been very dry down there. So I hope I hope that this is when sustenance <laughs> comes yeah. to Tallahassee a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I like I like Florida State a lot. I like them Absolutely. a lot. I, I can I can very much see them as a playoff team. I think if they get over that Clemson hump, and as long as they don't drop one somewhere they shouldn't, which the NC and the, Leary is out of NC State. Tell me who else is a threat in that in that division. Sorry. Um, yeah, man. Even I mean, the I'm conference outside of Clemson. So, yeah, North Carolina. I mean, yeah, Mace North Carolina and, will be tough. Yeah, anyway. they'll be tough. You'll have to beat them in a scoring battle. But yeah, if you play them, I don't yeah. even know if you play them. So exactly. Here we go. The beloved orange. The beloved orange listed as a tier two contender. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm let you go first because I have thoughts. So here, here's that word. Here's my, you know, my my dictionary, my thesaurus coming out again. When you say contender. That means you're going to be, like we've talked about with, with USC and teams like that, being on the fringe. I, man, I don't know. Like, Tennessee has to really – like, we talked about Florida State sustaining a minute ago. Tennessee has to sustain as well to be a contender. I mean, yeah, they could absolutely do it. The schedule is not like you're playing Oklahoma or Oregon when they're super, super hot out of conference. It's not like that. But you're still playing Georgia, even though you host them. You've still got massive steps to take defensively. You're going to Tuscaloosa, having beat them for the first time in an eternity. There's a lot of big tests, even though the schedule is not that like brutal, brutal, trap grain, brutal. You know what I mean? It's not like yeah. that. But yeah. but still, contender. That means to me, you're saying that they're somewhere between like three and seven. Again, when the rankings are cranking up, when every ESPN commercial is who's in, who's in, who's in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That means you're like three to seven or like 10 at worst. And maybe call it battered vol, call it whatever you want. I just, I I just see more of like a a regress to the norm just a little bit. I see more of like a nine and three than like a 10 and two or 11 one, even though again, the schedule is not that bad. The, the, you know, the major roadblocks are still there. Milton has to sustain what he's shown us. He can do. Can he do it as the full-time guy? He's not got, you know, there's, there's no one ahead of him. And granted, we didn't know Hinton Hooker was ahead of him at the time that Milton was named starter back when, but there's nobody ahead of him. If this doesn't go well, it's going to be on a freshman or a walk-on, you uh-huh. name it. Uh-huh. So can the defense take the steps, yada, yada? We know the questions. And and to me, it just it feels more like a nine and three than a contention. And and granted, nine and three could be like you start five and one, six and two, something like that, or six and one, and then those – Second and third losses come later with playing Georgia later, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. You could start hot. Absolutely. I mean, you could. But I just I just think that Tennessee's more of a New Year's Six threat than a contention threat for 2023. Agreed. I'm going to have them at the bottom half of Tier 3. Yeah. And I think I think if we're talking New Year's Six, it's, things went really well. But I'm actually – like I've got them split and it could be my, like my love for them. I've got half of them tier three, half of them tier four. Um, I have questions. I have concerns because mm-hmm. lost, I think a lot of it is going to hinge on our ability to produce on the ground. I like our stable, but we're losing yeah. Jerome Carvin. We're losing Darnell Wright. If that, if we can produce on the ground, then I like what Joe Milton can do. Right. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So with that said, until I see Joe Milton play somebody, not Virginia, you know, mm-hmm. and a, a Clemson team who does not have, you know, Bryles yet. 
yeah. uh, who was going through a quarterback change, even though we like mm-hmm. Cade Klubnik, but I mean, yeah. he hadn't seen a lot of time. So yep. I'm going to say good, but not great. I'm going to put him in tier four. Totally fair. The the too many the questions are just a few too many for me, so I'm good with that. Good, love it. All right, so that actually moves us down um, into college football dudes tier three, and we make our way. We'll stay in the SEC to LSU. This is really intriguing to me. He's got them tier three potential New Year's six. Man, I'm high on the Tigers, dude. I'm I'm high on the Tigers. Talk about I mentioned this briefly at some point with with uh, Michael Penix Jr., with Joe Milton, with guys like Stetson Bennett and Hinton Hooker, the older quarterbacks that, that was the, was what I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Jaden Daniels is going to be one of the oldest quarterbacks in college football this year, and he played his best ball in the toughest conference under a first-year coach that we didn't think was a cultural fit, and they won their division in the historically the last 20 years, the toughest division in college football. Yeah. So I'm high on these Tigers, man. I mean, they always recruit well. They hit the portal like mad men last year. So, I mean, I think their depth will be in a better place. I mean, yeah, you lose like a guy like uh, Kayshawn Boutte, but you barely got you, – you didn't get half of what you thought you'd get from him this year. He I'm was a distraction at best he, for most part of the season. Agreed. And and they also like traversed that schedule and did what they did with that. Like I'm, I'm just – I'm blown away like by what they did in year one under Kelly. And I have no reason to think that a guy like him who has sustained some success and even, you know, whether it was at Notre Dame or whatever, I think that I think they're set up for a big 2023. I mean, like literally like so much of it for me falls on Jaden Daniels. And I just think he's way better than I ever gave him credit for with, with some of the stuff he did last year. I would be interested to know their schedule for 23. Um but I'm with you, man. I, you got to like Jaden Daniels year two in this system. And then mm-hmm. they had that true freshman linebacker, number 40. His name escapes me. He was an absolute uh, stud. Harold, Harold Perkins. Per- okay, Harold Perkins, who's going to be year two in this system. I would expect him to play faster. You yeah. know, I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying that he'll have better stats or anything, but look for him to be – where I mean, the that, ball that, is. <laughs> I mean, t- talk about talk about the 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 win for Brian Kelly year one. I think it was arguably just landing that guy. Yeah. So um, let's see if I can get their schedule here real quick. Uh oh, Florida State again. Dang, dude, are they playing like a? Are they trying to adopt Florida State into the conference? Like they well, trying to bypass so the it, channels? It was a neutral site game last year. It's a neutral site That's game true. again in Orlando. That's what this That's is. This is what this is telling me. Let me make sure that let me look at another spot here and just make sure that. I, yep, Florida State. Okay, so right. the winner of that game is for sure a contender. I yeah. mean, for sure they're they're in tier two. At you know they're not a dynasty, but tier two at worst. Like you're right. a contender. Like the winner of that game, both of you could be. Like literally, both could be. That's a fantastic right. game. Oh, for sure, for sure. So Florida State home against Grambling State at Mississippi State. All right, all right. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Home against Arkansas at El- Ole Miss at Missouri. They got a break there. Mm-hmm. Home against Auburn. Home against Army at Alabama. Home against Florida. Home against Georgia State. Home against A&M. You know, when I emphasized Mississippi State, I was thinking that I was looking at Florida State schedule, uh, looking at LSU schedule. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Uh, you no, gotta- no, 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 no. Seriously, intriguing. I'm okay with swapping Tennessee and LSU spots here, honestly. That is so fair to me. Like, that's so fair. Kelly's a little bit more proven. They've, they're have they returning 
a more important piece than really what Tennessee returns in Daniels and then having almost well, I mean, honestly, in one in one facet, more success than Tennessee had last year and going to Atlanta. You mm-hmm. know, what I mean, they didn't have to go through Georgia to get there, but they did admirably against them. Whatever was going on with Georgia at the time, they were kind of a little weird defensively as they ever have been here of, of late. But yeah, dude, they I mean, they swapped them in Tennessee, and I think this list is close to perfect, really. Um, but yeah, they're a contender, dude. Like they're, I think they're so evenly matched. I feel like with Florida State, like that's just the, the perfect early season game, mm-hmm. and it's going to tell us so much. Okay, yeah, agreed, agreed, absolutely. Uh, but go Nils, yeah, hundred percent Nils, one hundred percent. We make our way over. So, uh, so we're saying we're good for tier two LSU, both of us. Tier two, baby, like it. Tier three, this team, listen, let's just go ahead and build them a temple inside of this tier because, I mean, and, and props to him because this well, that success I think is really hard to sustain and you're in a really tough division. Yeah. I'm not putting Penn State as a contender. I'm setting them up a camp. I'm building them a house in this tier because they keep going to New Year's Six games. This is what they yep. keep doing. You're in a really tough division. I think – if you're going to overcome Ohio State, this might be the year. This might be the time. Yeah. Uh, you're going to play a, a really good Michigan team who had their way with you last yeah. season. Right? And I think a lot is going to come down to Drew Aller, or Aller, or however you say his name, this this quarterback who should be uh, playing under center for them. Um, yeah. So you've got the Michigan game, the Ohio State game, and this, this quarterback. Who is he going to be? If you get another Sean Clifford, yeah. you know, then, okay, yeah, tier three. Yeah. Uh, but if if you if if he is a and, and, and doesn't this feel like um, a a recycle pattern for Penn State where these high profile quarterbacks come in Christian Hackenberg yep. you know to yep. name a few and it just doesn't quite pan out to the potential yep. that they're wanting it to be so I am while building- being while being a lot running back factory at the same time like yeah while doing work yeah. at the running back position and putting dudes in the league and they do have a good young running back as well let me not He'll forget be to mention two. that yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah, yeah I, mean, I almost give them a boost because head case clifford is is on the way out not to bash him necessarily but because of his inconsistencies because of him leaving man i almost give him a slight boost but you're right their their address reads potential new year's six bowl yada yada pennsylvania you know, I don't know the zip code, but that's that's pretty much it. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm I'm building them a house in tier three yeah. until until Absolutely. Just, just until I see something else. Oregon, Absolutely. quack quack ducks. I got them as a contender. If you want to group these Pac-12 teams, USC, Washington, it goes Oregon one, and then I think it's two A, two B with USC and Washington. They're the contender of the bunch to me because they if 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 Jaden Daniels isn't the oldest quarterback in college football this year. Bo Nix <laughs> will be. Yeah. My God. He has been in this game for 20 years. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah. But ser- seriously, if if ever there's a year for him to make a jump, if ever there's a year for Oregon to do to do something more of note, it's got to be this year. I, I, I do view them as, as right there at the top of the Pac-12 and as the best contender of the bunch right now looking at mm-hmm. the season six months away. So they did some they did some stuff in the portal. Most notably, uh, uh, that I want to point out, Treshawn Holden from Bama headed to Oregon. Yeah. I want to say there was another one that I wanted to point out. They, I mean, they lost quite a bit, but you know, yeah. So did everybody else. So did everybody. Uh, okay, so there was there's that offensive lineman junior, and Galalulu from Texas. 
to Oregon. Uh, Jordan Birch, South Carolina to Oregon. Yeah. Uh, about that. There's, I thought there was another one. Uh, let's see. They've got an uh, Arizona State linebacker. They've got Kyrie Jackson. He's who I'm thinking of. Alabama, Alabama. corner. You've got an Ole Miss safety, Tashim Johnson. And I'm, I mean, so some work there in the portal killed mm-hmm. the recruiting trail. Hundred percent. Um, sure is a shame that they lost Dante Thornton. <laughs> Hate that for him. Hate Not, it for him. But they did it, sign Dante Moore though, right? Like they were the actual la- the one that landed Dante Moore. UCLA, UCLA. No, that's Dante right. Moore held on him. They uh, they held on to Dante for the longest time. Bo Nix announces right. he's coming back. Dante's like, I'm ready to play now. I'm headed south. Gotcha. Which is funny gotcha. because he's a Michigan guy. He's out of Michigan. <laughs> yeah. And the, and the Spartans thought they had him. You know, yeah. Which, but anyway, beside the point. So. There's a lot to like about Oregon, and I think Bo Nix oh, yeah. is one of them. And you're like, well, we just don't know what you're going to get out of Bo Nix. I think you need to watch the 21 or 22 campaign again because yeah. he had an exceptional year. And it's not yes, like did. it's not like, oh, well, you know, things are people are going to figure it out. I, I don't. This is this is year nine in college football for Bo Nix. I don't I don't agree with that at all. If it hasn't yeah. happened already, so I gonna I'm going to slide Oregon up to contender, man. Yeah. I, I like them to. Uh, I like them to win that conference. I think if I'm picking conference winners at this point, I'm I, I, I'm uber comfortable taking Oregon. We're going green, baby. Environmental friendly. <laughs> Let's keep it in the state. Oregon State. College football dude has Oregon State as a New Year's six. Yeah. I mean, that's probably the fair spot for me. But as as much as I think I know about Washington, just cut that into like a thousand. And that's I'm sorry, that's what I know about Oregon State. Um, I mean, I know that they had a, a very strong, especially for their standards, 2022 campaign. Um, but you know, I just I'm sorry, I don't know what you bring back. I don't know, you know, outside of your conference slate, I don't know who you play. Um, sorry, but yeah, I mean, they're probably in this, I think they're probably labeled fairly here in potential New Year's six. Looking at some of the good, not great teams that we'll get to, they might be a little high. But who's to say that they can't make a run at you know and improving upon what they did last year? So they've got some unique people on their roster. They've got this. They've got a. They got a solid running back, Martinez. I think is his last name. Who's who's pretty dang solid. They run out of the eye, which is yeah. which is interesting. They've got this. I don't. I don't know his name. He's number twelve. They do everything with him. They let him throw it. They let him catch him. They let it, they let him run it. They. I mean, he might even be kicking their field goals, and he <laughs> might even be shooting their free throws. I'm not real sure. <laughs> But my question mark, and, and ultimately what makes me knock them down to tier four is DJ, DJ Uyagalale. And I forgot just, about that. You my goodness, yeah. If you can fix him, okay. But I think it's just between the ears for him, which yeah. is unfortunate because he's got all the talent in the world. Seems like a fantastic kid. I, I'm rooting for him. Hey, man, go go do it. I'm rooting Go to for New him. York, baby. Go to yeah. New York. So um, I'm going to say good, but not great. I'm good with that, too. Which knocks us down to tier four on college football dudes post here. Uh, while we're moving our way down to tier four, go ahead and hit like and subscribe because we do this for free. And so don't be a little punk and not punk. UCLA. Like I don't want to talk about UTSA unless you just want to because I have no idea what to say on them. <laughs> I know their quarterback a little bit, but I who's got the, nothing. Who's the quarterback? Frank. I think his name's Frank. Gosh, now you're going to call me out on it. I'm kidding, but I'm going to find him. What's now. his name? Frank? 
Frank the Tank from that old uh, whatever. Hey, I'll yes. talk about UCLA um, as you're as you're getting that pulled up. The Bruins are an interesting, interesting uh, team for me. I, I have my eyes on them going into 23. Uh, you're losing DTR. You're losing Zach Charbonnet. So I think it's really going to be a matter of how well does Dante Moore fit into that QB spot because it was apparent that he's going to go somewhere where he's going to play and he's going to play right away. So I've got to think that going into this, he's QB one until he's just not anymore. Maybe it's a DJU situation. Um, Big body, whatnot, does he have between the years? I do think Kelly's offense would set somebody up for like Dante Moore for success, maybe like it would a DJU. Uh, It's those quick reads. You got to be decisive, quick, um, easy stuff, but processing information quick. How well are you going to replace a guy like Charbonnet in the backfield? I like them. My issue with UCLA is Utah is going to Utah. Southern Cal is going to score a lot of points. And uh, who else is in the, you got Oregon, you know, who is, Again, your potential conference winner. You got Washington, who's really good. So, uh, if there's a tier five, depending on what that tier five would be called, that's probably where I'm sliding them. But I like them, and I, I don't hate tier four here. No, I don't, I don't hate it. I think tier five, whatever it might be, would be more appropriate because of the the losses that you mentioned and the newness that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. To circle back to UTSA for just a brief moment, his name is Frank Harris. Forgive me, Frank, for forgetting that. Because he totaled 4,600 scrimmage yards last year. Holy he threw crack. for 4,059 yards, 32 touchdowns, nine picks. He ripped off 600 yards on the ground with nine more touchdowns, averaging 4.7 per carry. And he comes to Knoxville in week three or four or five uh, this season. <laughs> so he's got my attention. He's a stud. He's a fifth-year guy at uh, all at UTSA. So props to him for not portaling out of there and and doing that thing. But stud, stud. I, I'm just. I, I don't want to talk about when it, when it comes to a list like this. I don't want to talk about the group of five because I don't want to acknowledge their existence. I don't want to expand the playoff. All these things. I'm yeah. sorry. Call yeah. me whatever you want to call me. But what it is is what it really actually is is exclusive. You have to prove something to me. To, to be a top four team, to be a top 12 team even. I mean, I'm sorry. I've seen enough of Cincinnati. Of, of I mean, I don't need another TCU national championship if it's going to look like that. I know they're not group of five. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't want to talk about that with a list like this because, really, it's if you're not first, you're last. You know what I mean? That type thing. But, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on UCLA and what is the group of five even? <laughs> Let me let me throw UCLA's schedule at you real quick and, and see if this changes either one of our opinion. They play two teams from the Carolinas. Both Appalachian State. Both in Pasadena. No, they open schedule with Coastal Carolina. Oh, okay. That's going to be intriguing to me. That especially if Coastal still has Grayson McCall. Yeah. And I, th- I believe they do because nobody had his major or some garbage like that, right? Yeah. Like Auburn, Auburn didn't have it. Florida didn't have it. What are y'all doing? Get the major, in- fake the classes. North Carolina, this thing. What are you doing? Come on. <laughs> Home against Losers. Coastal Carolina at San Diego State. Yep. Home against North Carolina Central. <laughs> okay. The what looks like the I'm gonna go with uh, a crackhead eagle. I'm not <laughs> really not real sure what this is. At 
Utah. Home against wow. Washington State, at Oregon State, at Stanford, home against Colorado, at Arizona, home against Arizona State, at USC, which is basically, you know, home. Tier five, guys. I'm sorry. I've home heard against, enough. Home against California. You know, the, the teams that you draw from the north when you draw an Oregon State, uh, who's who's I think is going to be solid, and California. Okay, so – Here's what Dan was doing about midnight last night because he just couldn't sleep. He was watching California highlights. Like I just, oh, want, yeah. I just like I just want to know what Justin Wilcox is doing over there in in Berkeley, California. And Golly. they had they had some bad losses, but they had a lot of close losses. Yeah, you know they they, they hung around with I want to say Oregon and and stuff like so. that. But anyway, so now I'm not saying that UCLA is going to lose these guys, but um, I'm gonna stick to tier five for UCLA. Yep, tier five. And what would, what would we call tier five? Uh, average. Welcome to your, welcome to having a tier. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats on your football program. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Sliding over Texas, Texas in tier four. Good. Not great. Uh, yes. Yes. Until, until I see otherwise. I'm sorry. The, the target, I, you know, I think we talked about this a lot actually, but I think the target on your back is as big as ever. We're going to send you out. With an L, if we can. I mean, it, it, that's the way that it felt for Oklahoma and Texas last year at times. And, man, Texas was just almost a, a textbook, a, a master class on inconsistency at times. Mm-hmm. And they had freaking Xavier Worthy, and then they had uh, Mullet coming back, and they had all these things. And mm-hmm. and I'm sorry, they've, they've recruited like they're recruiting now. They've done all these things, and it hasn't come together. And now the target on your back, I believe, is bigger than it has been. So – Mm. I'm sorry. You're you're good, not great until until I see otherwise. Uh, and the transfer portal is not being kind to them. Yeah. So I'm just peeking back here, and I'm and I'm all the way back in in March of 22. They're just losing guys, and 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 yeah. unless, uh, you have to go back to uh, Ajayi Hall and J- Jalil Billingsley, where they win transfer portal battles, and Isaiah Nayor, who. Could be a factor this year if he's healthy. Could be. Could be. Um, Hope he is. But you lost receivers in the portal. You lost linemen in the portal. You lost – and you lost them to SMU. You lost them to Nebraska. You lost them – one well, guy hasn't figured it out yet. So One thing that could mean to me is that they're, they're replacing those guys with more talented guys that do belong. You could look at it that way. It could just be that they're not getting the opportunities there. I mean, there's a lot of ways that it that – who knows why a kid transfers, things like that. You know what I mean? But still, I mean, just I'm I'm not putting my stock there. If I had money on the line, I'm not putting it on on that yeah. until until it's proven to me. Agreed. Agreed. Um and you lose Bijan and you lose that other back that 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 they that they uh give a lot of touches to. Yeah. And so you're gonna put this on the shoulder of Quinn Ewers, who could 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 either do one of two things. He could either tank and lose his job to Arch. Yep. Or the pressure from Arch is is causing him to be better. Yeah, you still have Xavier Worthy as of right now. Yeah, I believe. I think he's I think still so. a Texas Longhorn. I'll um, find out for sure. And until and but until that, I, I don't like the fact that you're losing Bijan. You lost some offensive linemen into the portal. We nabbed one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm really comfortable with good, but not great. Yeah, Worthy will be back. He'll he's just going to be a junior, a true junior this year. So 
that's big for them. Naor is certainly big if he can be healthy and be what he was pre-ACL tear. I hope he is. But, yeah, good, not great. Yeah. Sliding over to the Tar Heels of North Carolina, who will have a – who has a Heisman potential quarterback, right? Yes, the, the absolutely. Dude, the dude is solid. He's, he's solid. But you lose Josh Downs. Uh, you, you do lose Downs. Down, not saying he's the only guy out there. I mean, you have other playmakers. But we just don't know their names – Yep, and not saying that somebody can't emerge, and 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 Mac Brown in his time at North Carolina has put out some receivers, you know. He sure has, yeah. So, but anyway, uh, I'm real comfortable here with with good but not great, just because of the the difficulty of that conference. The 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 you've you've still found ways even when you're at Texas to lose games that you shouldn't, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I like Drake May, um, good but not great. Yeah, and a lot of it comes down to me. It's just they've they've not really ran the table on this conference yet and and that's a big ask because of the way Clemson's been so right. I don't I don't value you as much as I do what Florida State brings back what Clemson still has in the tank let's just not ignore that um you know yeah some things got easier like O'Leary getting out of the conference like like Hartman getting out of the conference those those things lighten up a bit but you're already hanging with if not beating those teams so mm-hmm. it's really about that next step they sure they could make a run at a New Year's six. I, I certainly don't view them as a contender, but my comfort zone is good, not great, because even though May has been fantastic and 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 those things have happened, the defense has also left some questions out there as well. Listen to this. Listen to the first four weeks of the schedule. Uh, prop, props to Mac Brown or whoever's doing the schedule for this. All right, yeah. so new, neutral site, South Carolina. Okay, start, let's go. I like that game being played. Go Heels. Yes, that's, that annual. Make it annual. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Home against Appalachian State. Oh boy, why are you doing that? Why right, doing that? there's some power. There's some Group Five schools you just don't schedule. Nope. Home against Minnesota. Wow, dude, that they may be trying to make a. I mean, this schedule, like if they start three, four, no, put them in the playoff. Well, here we go. It doesn't get any easier. Week four or game four at Pitt. Dude, that's that is tough. Who's the I new mean, Who's the new Q in Pittsburgh? They signed. Uh, did they get Jerkovic from BC? Boston College. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, you're so home against uh, Syracuse. Home against Miami. Please break the break the U. Dub. Uh, home against Virginia at Georgia Tech. Home against Campbell. <laughs> the Camels. The Camels. Home against Duke. At Clemson, boy, howdy! I mean, dude, that's that is a that's the that's maybe the best ACC schedule I've ever heard. It's not over. Oh my gosh, they end it at NC State. Okay, so NC State should experience a slight drop off, if if not significant drop off. But dude, that's that's probably the best ACC schedule I've heard in a, yes. in a minute. I mean, yes. in a minute. Yes, and if, if there's a if tier they, five, if there's an average tier five, that's where I'm sliding them. Yeah, after that. yeah. Oh, yeah. After that schedule, I mean, you can only go so far with the quarterback. Still, I mean, you need them, but you can only go so far with him if if you don't have known commodities mm-hmm. outside of that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, dude, mm-hmm. I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm tier five in it because that schedule is stout. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we slide over to Duke and a former Dukie. Did you see this? Daniel Jones just signed himself a contract. He got paid, son. Look at what Brian Dayball's doing, man. Wow. Mm. It's interesting. Yeah, it is. Duke. 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 
That's two O's, not UKE. Yeah. Uh, and you do not want to hear the schedule. Gosh, dude. You ready for this? Yeah. They open season home against Clemson. Golly. <laughs> they get a break where they host Lafayette. I'm not sure if that's Lafayette High School. I'm not real sure. The Ramblers. Um, I'm not real sure. Uh, home against Northwestern. At UConn. All right. But then here we go. Home against Notre Dame. At NC State. At Florida State. God. At Louisville. Home against Wake Forest. At North Carolina. At Virginia. Eh. Home against Pitt. That Dude. first half of that schedule, if you can find wins, I, I, I can't say good but not great. No, I, no, no, I, no. That's tier, average tier five. Tier five. Bordering on whatever's below that, which it yeah. could be mediocre. Yeah. 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 I mean, six and six, seven and five. I mean, probably arguably the same thing for North Carolina. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's true. Hey, props to the, to those, to the schools for some schedule, schedule like that. For Please some beef. Schedule like that. I think North Carolina's it, schedule is, is genius. Hey, we're going to put some schools on the conference that we think that we can beat, but we're also not going to get laughed at. Exactly. You know, PJ Fleck, Minnesota, respectable, right? Yeah. I mean, Appalachian state, scary. Scary. Uh, it's so anyway, anyway. Uh, you've got Duke tier five. Yep, tier five. Okay, teetering on tier six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, fair. Uh, I'm gonna skip this next one and go to Utah. All right. And they've got college football dudes got him tier four, good but not great. I slide them up to tier three, New Year's six, because that's just what they keep doing with people exactly. we don't know. Exactly. They are they're <laughs> and they just played, so it's one thing. But they are the more Western Penn State. It's what they are. Yeah, yeah, they're, oh, they're probably gonna they're probably gonna lose a game or two uh-huh. that that won't allow them to be a contender. Mm-hmm. But no, no way they're good, but not great. No, no way, dude. I mean, QB that looks like Dave Grohl is gonna be gonna be there for year twelve. I mean, I'm sorry, dude. Like, is Cam Rising back? I really do think he is. I, I don't think I'm wrong on that. Okay, sorry. Okay, uh, but yeah, I mean, they are tier three at worst for me until proven otherwise, or until Whittingham is no longer at Utah. Mm. I like it. Uh, yeah, I, I, New Year's Six, absolutely. Listen to this schedule. Man, I, I like this schedule. This is fun. Yes, I can't the, wait. The Gators travel. How Salt long has it been City. since they played a non-conference game outside of Florida? Yeah. <laughs> 150 years. 1975? Anyway. Uh, she was still preoccupied with 19, 19, 1985. <laughs> Pop culture reference number one. Uh, okay, so they host Florida. I like this. They they op- they 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 put some beef. Uh, yes, same thing. Did. Same thing with North Carolina at Baylor. Woo. Winnable. Florida is yeah. winnable. It's, oh yeah. Especially if you have a pedophile at quarterback. <laughs> Home against Weber State. I, I think you can do better. Some yeah. of these schools, like they just uh, okay, okay. It's like Tennessee playing host to Chattanooga, which the only reason I'm okay with that is UTC gets to cash a check. Um, yes. Home against UCLA at Oregon State. Home against California at USC. Home against Oregon. Home against Arizona State at Washington at Arizona. Home against Deion Sanders. Here's the oh, thing, man, though. That's, that's tough, but that I mean, tough. they just beat USC twice. If, if they – listen, if they – so their bye week is after their fifth game. They've got Florida at Baylor, Weber State, UCLA at Oregon State. If they somehow pull off five and zero in that stretch, I'm not saying they will. If they do, 
dude, they, they will be top four at that point of the season. Mm. Like, and, and they won't be moving from that spot until they take some losses. Yeah. Like, that's, that is a stout, just like North Carolina and, and some of those teams we mentioned, that's, that's an impressive start to your season. And again, again, you can do better than Weber State, but teams aren't doing it. So why bother, especially when you're playing Florida and Baylor out of your conference? So nice. I'm, I'm blown away by that schedule. It's tough. Props to Kyle Whittingham. Yes, but, but uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put them to go nine and three, ten and two until I see them yeah. do something else. So mm-hmm. um, this leaves us with the last program on college football, dudes. Um, Instagram post here. Props. Hey, if somebody knows him, give us a little. Uh, maybe we'll maybe we'll tag him on our uh, on his post here. Let him know that we talked about it. Appreciate the content. Definitely should. Um, this leaves us with Notre Dame in tier four. Good but not great. Marcus Freeman, year number two. We know that he is going to travel to Columbus. Is that right? They're going to host. They're going to host the Bucknuts. Okay. 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 All right. Oh gosh, good but not great. I can't. Mm, I can't. I can't slide them up to New Year Six. I can't do that. No. I feel more comfortable sliding them down, but I. Okay, so here we go. Home against Navy. Home against Tennessee State at NC State. Home against Central Michigan. Give me a break. Yep. Uh, home against Ohio State at Duke at Louisville. <clears throat> home against Southern Cal. Home against Pittsburgh at Clemson. Home against Wake Forest at Stanford. Uh, Sam Hartman's there. I think the way I want to put it is, if you're Marcus Freeman, boy, you cannot slip up again. You know, the the comeback that we've talked about at, at nauseum from last year and the early losses was strong. It was really strong, especially with the quarterback woes. But you cannot slip up again. You can't slip up against somebody not named Clemson, USC, or Ohio State. Like, like you better limit your losses to those teams, and you better win at least one of them, I think, for Marcus Freeman, for perception, for building anything you know, off of the recruiting that he's doing because he has recruited better than they have there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, there's some there's some challenges in that schedule, but it's like the way you want your schedule to be if you're a fan of that team. They're spaced out. Mm-hmm. They have a bye on October 21st and November 11th. So they're going to play however many games, have a bye, play two games, have another bye. I don't get that. But, again, the challenges are spaced out the way that you'd want them to be, so he better not slip up again. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, though, I'm 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 still more comfortable with good, not great, especially over a New Year's six. And I think I feel like they can do enough damage against that schedule to be eight and four, nine and three, and not mm-hmm. be a t- totally average team or whatever tier five is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That man, you took all the words out of my mouth right there. Hey, as we start to land the plane on this show, what I would like to do from here is just kind of. Um, go back and forth, ping pong some teams and programs and where you would classify them real quick, maybe a 10, 15 second segment on on why. And to buy you some time, I will go first. All right, cool. Okay, so I'll throw one out, you throw one out, I'll throw one out, you throw one out. I'm gonna go ahead and slide Oklahoma in. <laughs> Did I take one of yours? That was one that was the first thing that came to mind. Okay. Well, sorry. It's okay. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I gotta back up. I'm gonna go ahead and slide them. I really would feel comfortable in sliding him into tier number three. Oklahoma tier three. With, yeah. But I, I think I feel safer with tier four. 
But just for the sake of hot takes, let's go ahead and slide them into, into tier number three. You got the return of Dylan Gabriel, year two in, in these schemes with Venables and his staff. Um, the, the biggest issue with them last year was the health of Dylan Gabriel. Yeah. And so if he can stay healthy, you know what? And I and until Texas can beat Oklahoma in back to back years, until I see it, I'm gonna take Oklahoma and the Red River rivalry. Okay. Yep. Uh, you mm-hmm. just added Houston. You added Central Florida. You added Cincinnati to the Big Twelve. You had to BYU. These are all teams that I think Oklahoma can handle. Right. Kansas State is gonna be down. Uh, who was a New Year's Six New Year's Six team last year? Yeah. Um. Iowa State. I managed to be back in a year two, maybe three. Uh, tell me other problems in this conference, okay? Texas mm-hmm. Tech, maybe. You know. Yeah. Baylor, maybe. I'm gonna slide Oklahoma tier three. I'm probably sliding them tier five because. Well, I'm you're sorry. Not allowed, just, you're not allowed to talk about Oklahoma. That was my team. I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> okay. I thought you wanted to hear my thoughts. I'm sorry. I, you, I can, you can. You can. Go ahead. Go I'm ahead. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, yeah. No, I'm. I'm more tier comfortable okay. with with four five range. I'm more comfortable with five. I, I know Gabriel's back. I know it's going to be year two, which is where the coaches make their jump. All those things. Comfort level with Brent Venables as a defensive coach in an offensive league that is only getting better right now. It's it's better than it has been. It's more. It was the league of parody a year ago. Um, sorry, I don't. I, I can't put any stock or if I, when I think about it, any money on Oklahoma when I saw what they did last year. Fair. Okay, fair. fair. All right, you ready for? Here's who I got for you. Let it rip, baby. Ole Miss. Oh. They added every quarterback that entered the portal. I think. I think that I've got a letter in the mail from Lane. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm gonna go check it out in a minute. My eligibility is definitely up. I don't get it. Oh right? my gosh. They added so much depth at the quarterback position. I mean, they already had Dart, who was plenty serviceable with their run game. Their receivers probably should take a step up because they lost guys going into last year in addition to to, uh, homeboy, uh, my gosh, my gosh, their quarterback that they lost last year. Mm, Wow, wow, wow. Corral. lose at quarterback. Corral, Matt Corral. They lost Matt Corral. I think they lost receiving targets as well. I think they're going to see a step up there. There's certainly a, a potential for a step up at quarterback with uh-huh. the young man from LSU, with Spencer Sanders, with Jackson Dart, who should be taking all of this very personally and only mm-hmm. getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to go so far as to pull up their schedule because, frankly, I'm so impressed that they went 8-4 last year off of their first 10-win season ever. Ever, yeah. All that to say, they're in the good, not great, on the fringe of a potential New Year's Six if a quarterback plays absolutely electric. But mm-hmm. they're in that good, not great tier for sure, for sure over teams like, you know, Duke, the potential for Texas to go south if they continue to do what they've done. I mean, they're they're right there with those teams for me. I'm a big believer because of what they did last year off of 2021. I think that's fair. I like I like the quarterback competition. You had Walker Howard, Spencer Sanders. Walker Howard. That's and you him. still have Jackson Dart. You got your handing off to Quinshaw Judkins. You lost a solid corner to Ohio State. Yeah. You don't know what you're going to get in teams like Arkansas, potentially even Alabama. If, I mean, this, yeah. could, this could be the year that Ole Miss you know, pulls the upset over Alabama. Who knows? Uh, yeah. Uh, you, what did you say for them? Tier four? Good but not great? Tier four on the fringe of three. I'm not going to go tier three on the fringe. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to smack them right dab in the middle of tier four. Uh, good but not great. I think there is potential there, but I'm not going to say their ceiling is that high. I know. 
Real think- quick, let me let me hit you with their schedule. Boy, boy, boy. Mercer. At Tulane, which again was a good group mm-hmm. of five last year. At mm-hmm. Tulane. That's I like that if you're gonna okay. play that team. Okay. Georgia Tech, who they just God bless, wiped the floor with last year. At Alabama week four. That is big. You want Alabama early this year, I feel like. I feel that way anyway. Then you're gonna host LSU and Arkansas before your bye week. Then you travel and reunite on the plains with Hugh Freeze and Auburn. That's that's interesting, man. That especially being at Auburn. Mm-hmm. Got Vanderbilt hosting AM, traveling to Athens, Georgia. Boy, 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 that's tough. Mm. Uh, Louisiana Monroe before going to Mississippi State to close out with the Egg Bowl. Mm. So the non conference isn't great. I do yeah. like that it's at Tulane, but you can't afford to drop a non conference. You, you know, you can't afford to play with Georgia Tech or even let Tulane hang with you. You can't do that. So yeah. you gotta you gotta make you gotta sweep that. And man, you gotta make some noise against Alabama or mm-hmm. someone of that effect, I think, to continue building, but still I could see eight and four, nine and three on that if they have a, a, a you know a step up at quarterback. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Uh I don't hate that. Uh you're gonna hate this next one I'm gonna throw at you though. And we're gonna we're gonna land this whole thing in 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 two minutes, closing the show. South Carolina. <laughs> gimme, gimme, gimme. You're going to hate this. Where you got them? I'm going to put them in good, but not great. Okay. That's, I think, dude, that's totally fair. I think. Uh, I think they're trending, unfortunately. As much as I hate it, you do have Spencer Rattler back. That's going to be year two in this scheme. Yeah. Yep. Um, you're coming off big wins. You know, I, I can't remember what you did in your bowl game, but. Lost it. They lost it to Notre Dame. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, Shane Beamer's, <laughs> a lot of people are wanting to play for Shane Beamer. You did have a little bit of an exodus in the portal, losing some important pieces like Jordan Birch and and Jaheim Bell. Um, I would still, I think, overall, without even having to look at their schedule, because I know they're going to play us, and I know that they're going to play Georgia, and I know that they're going to play Florida, and I would look for Georgia to still handle them. I would look for revenge um, from the Volunteers, right? I, I don't know who they're yeah. going to draw from the West. Uh, I don't know that I like them against too many teams against the West anyway. So I would probably slap them around a 7-5, 8-4 season. Yeah, um, Tier 5 for me. But um, a, a good a good team that doesn't quite do some things that they arguably should do. Uh, we'll find out. We'll find out week one when they play North Carolina. Facts. Big facts. Tier five for me, though. That's a th- It's actually a tougher schedule than I recall it being. So, tier five, uh, some of their tests are on the road. That's unfortunate for them because they lost weapons at the tight end position. I believe they lost a running back. They lost depth on the defensive line. And, frankly, they were impressive in one week last year. That's it. Sorry. Tier five. You, you don't think that Clemson win was impressive? I mean, I blame Clemson as much as I credit South Carolina, but sure. I mean, you know, they they at least did it. That's good for them. I would say revenge could be coming there as well, though. If I remember right, that game was lost on Clemson's end because of a fumble. Um, with a the fumble return, with the return, a goofy line. fumble, yeah. goofy fumble. Yeah, and and they played DJ. So yeah, yeah, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Yes. Hey, we don't have a lot of time here, but do you have did you have one more? Sorry for that error in audio there that you wanted to throw at us because I threw two. I believe you've thrown one. No, that's okay. Uh, 
the the other one that came to mind, oddly enough, and and it stinks because they're uh, I know how I feel about them anyway. I, I'm I'm sure I know how you feel about them. The one that came to mind though, the first one was Oklahoma. Oklahoma State also came to mind, but they're they're certainly not even tier four for me. So I, I don't think they're you know I don't think I want to spend too much time trashing them right now because they did lose so much. Are you about They've to throw not, another school at me, or is this the one? Because I have no. Sorry I, this this was the one that I thought of. If you have another. Okay. I'm totally down though, but yeah, Oklahoma State losing a lot. Gundy's perception just has taken hit after hit lately, and you know how do you lose Spencer Sanders? I mean, how do you lose an Ole Miss? I'm sorry. They strike me a bit like a Utah, where you kind of know what you're going to get with a bunch of nobodies that you know who they are. Yeah, um, I would expect something like an eight and four out of them. Just yeah, I mean we don't even we don't know anything about them, but. Mm-hmm. I will admit that over the the last little bit of time here, there has been some hits to Gundy's name. Mm-hmm. Um, the offense just disappeared. Yeah, and, and that's his calling card. I mean, that's his calling card. So, yeah. Hey, uh, one more real quick, and we'll land this plane. Florida, Hit me. Florida. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. No, I I cannot. I can't even like make like a hot take where I would put them up in perception. I, although I, man, this is going to take all day. I did just think of another team I want to throw at you. I can't, I can't make a, even a hot take that would put me in, put Florida in tier four, let alone anything higher than that at Utah props to them for finally leaving that state and out of conference. That's tough though. I mean, they're going to have last year on their mind or they should. You go yes, to I- Kentucky, who's kind of starting to develop your, like they know, six or seven digits of your number. They don't have your full phone number, but they're starting to like get little hints at your number and mm-hmm. they got better, potentially mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. That's tough. At South Carolina, they're probably going to have last year on their mind where you just wiped the floor with them somehow. Mm-hmm. Picking up Arkansas from the West, always going to play LSU and it's at LSU. I got nothing for them, dude. I mean, and you're always going to end it with Florida State. Always going to end it with Florida State. Jack Miller better be the truth for them to be good. Unfortunately for them, if he is the truth, they don't have the receivers. They lose four of their five offensive linemen. I mean, they're just not what they were when they were having issues, like with Muschamp, then with uh, Nussmeier. Was it Nussmeier? Yes. yes. Nussmeier. When they did take hits, they had that, you know, vintage like Florida defensive line at least. And they had like a corner here and there. You just mm-hmm. had to forget about throwing to that side of the field. And they may have those guys. They may develop those guys. Mm-hmm. The hot take for me is that it could go very bad instead of any form of good. Yeah, average six and six, seven and five. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right, you had one. You said? I did think of one. I did think of one. Then we're gonna land it. I promise. We're gonna land this plane. Seriously, like we, preacher. But this is why we do this podcast, folks. This is our passion. Like this is why we love it. Kansas. Oh, okay. Okay. Average. <laughs> average. Yeah, it definitely could be. I mean, when you have a year like that, like there's really only one direction it can go unless you have really, really built that thing for success. Mm-hmm. Did you know that they went three and six in the Big 12 last year, having that season that we all thought was so good? Ironically, it just wasn't. I did. Yeah. Yeah. It, they pick up, they do host this game, but they pick up, still going to host Illinois in the non conference. That's tough, mm-hmm. especially when you're not built defensively, you're built offensively more so than defensively. 
You're going to Texas. They're also playing BYU in the non-conference, hosting that game as well. I mean, that's a tough start. That's a really tough start. Hmm. I'm rooting for them. I really am. I want them to cause chaos, especially in that conference, keep the parity going. But, yeah, probably not as exciting as when they popped in my mind. They sound Fair enough. Uh, Yeah, I think I'm right there with you. Right there with you. Um, I just don't even want to give that a lot of time. That's fair. That's very fair. (laughs) Don't even want to give a lot of time because we have – this might be the longest episode ever for us. It really might be. We're a marathon this thing. But we love you guys, and we thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Um, I don't know how episodes are going to be going uh, uh, forward because – we do this for free, okay? We will. We wouldn't have to do this for free if you would like and subscribe and tell your mamas, right, and your daddies. I, I do know how episodes are going to come when the content really ramps up with spring, and as we just get into the dog days of summer, mm-hmm. we're going to be itching to holler at you, and that's what we're going to do. Basketball season was tough on us. We were both very busy. We're going to share some thoughts with you on that, though. You're going to hear them, but just bear with us. Love us through it. Mm-hmm. Get us to 100 followers on Twitter. We're at 99, folks, and that is – I'm losing my patience with that right there. All right. Mm, Get yeah. us to a hundred right now. <laughs> Do it now or, or, or die. Wow. Too far. Woo! <laughs> uh, Fallen mud. Kidding. Too far. Uh, hey, we love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for letting us tickle your ears. We never got to Michael's angry take. Um, I'll just tell you this. Don't go watch Tennessee basketball. That should be enough that you, um, for you to figure out Michael's stance on state of things. So we love you guys. God bless. Go balls. GBO. <laughs>